0: Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. Matthew has a splendid question for us today. How do we find out how fast a planet spins? This is a great question. Let's go ahead and explore it. So first of all, things in space spin. Planets spin, stars spin, even asteroids and comets are spinning. Now our challenge is from here on Earth or using some of our telescopes in space, how do we figure out how fast they actually are spinning? Now, if the planet is close by, this is fairly simple. We can do this just by looking at it. So let's imagine we are looking at Mars. We look at Mars through a telescope and we can see some features on the planet. Even with your basic backyard telescope, you're often going to be able to make out just a few features, maybe some dark spots or some light spots. Let's say you're able to see Olympus Mons. Well, what you need to do is track how long it takes for Olympus Mons to disappear from view, because it's spinning just like Earth, right? And how long does it take for it to come back into view? Now, the problem is, Earth is also spinning, right? So you're not going to be able to watch Mars for 24 hours. Mars's spin is actually a little bit more than 24 hours. It's really, really close to Earth's. So you may not be able to watch it go all the way around once, but you could watch it go across part of the planet. And then you can figure out, oh, okay, well, how long did it take for that Part of the circle to spin. All right, so we can do this with the nearby planets. It becomes a little bit trickier when you're looking at a planet that has a really thick atmosphere like Venus, because the atmosphere does not necessarily have to be moving the same as the solid ground beneath. That is the case with Venus. So with Venus, what we need to do is use a different kind of light than visible light. So humans are sensitive to just a few colors of light, which we call the visible or optical part of the spectrum. But there actually are other colors, or other parts of the electromagnetic spectrum, ranging from radio all the way to gamma rays. Now radio is really useful for us. It's useful for a lot of reasons, but for figuring out how fast Venus is spinning, it's very useful because it can go right through the cloud layer on Venus. And so we can use it to see what is happening on the surface of Venus. And then we do the exact same thing that we did with Mars. We find a feature and then we just track how long it takes for that feature to move. Okay. But what if we're interested in a planet that is really far away, like an exoplanet, a planet that isn't in our own solar system? This depends on what we can see of this planet. Now, most of the planets, we don't actually see them directly. What we can see is how they are changing their star, how their gravity is tugging on their star, or we can see how they block a little bit of light coming from their star. But sometimes we can actually see the planet itself. But when we do, all we see is one tiny little point of light, just A single point of light kind of like when you look at a star the star is just one dot of light so we have to study that dot of light and there are some different ways for us to do it now the first thing is that light reflected starlight right the light is going to from its star or from other stars is going to bounce off of it just like it does a planet closer by. Like when we look at the moon, that's just sunlight bounced off of the moon. We look at Mars, that's sunlight bouncing off of Mars. Well, the same thing is going to happen on these far away planets. Now, we have to make a lot of guesses here, but let's say that there's a particular color of a feature, or there's a feature that's really bright. Like maybe there is a big glacier on that planet. So this big, huge area of ice. Well, as it spins, that area is going to bounce light towards us. So it's going to look brighter or to look a certain color. And then when it spins out of spinning away, so it's not pointing towards us anymore, then it's going to show a different color. So basically we just have to track how long it takes for that color to return. And we look at that and we go, okay, do we see a pattern where every five hours, we see this increase in brightness? Okay. Well then that suggests to us that every, that it takes five hours to spin, but we can't be totally sure because what if Now, this would be strange, but what if there were two bright spots that were pretty close, balanced, right, on either side of each other, opposite sides of the planet, and it was actually, we were seeing that twice rather than once. So we have to make some guesses, right? Now, the other thing that we can do is we can use something called Doppler spectroscopy. Again, this is looking at color. Now there's something really cool about light. When we see light, we see colors. The different colors comes from the wavelength of that light. So if you think about the light as like this big squiggle, right? Or like the waves in an ocean, the more spread out those wavelengths are. So the distance between the top of the wave to the top of the next wave more spread out those are, the more red it's going to look. And the tighter and closer together, the bluer the color is going to be coming from it. Now, if something is moving away from us and it gives off light, then that's going to stretch the light as it's coming towards us. So it's going to make that light look a little bit redder. And if something is coming towards us, then it's going to squeeze the light and make it look a little bit bluer. So we can watch the color of the planet. Again, all we can see is just a single point of light, but we can look at how red or blue it is to see how it's spinning, right? If it happens to be spinning away from us, right, then we're going to actually be able to see that just by looking at the color. So, Matthew, in all of these cases, whether we're looking at a planet that's just next door, like Mars or Venus, or we're looking at a planet that is across the galaxy, we use light. And we have to be clever about how we use the light. So we need to pay lots and lots of attention. And learning about the spin of the planet can tell us a lot about the climate of the planet. It can tell us about the past of the planet and a lot of clues to what it might actually be like to be there. So, thank you for this awesome question. We have some more great questions coming up in the next few episodes. And thank you so much, everyone, for being with us here on the podcast, learning about space and science together. If you have any topics that you would like us to talk about on the podcast, any questions, topics, go ahead and have your grown ups send that in to the email in the description box. And as always, my friends, I hope you have dark skies. And remember to stay curious.